Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode six of Bag Check Podcast. Today, we're going to do things a little differently. So we have a topic today, and our topic is how hip-hop has affected us as consumers. All right, so how's everybody doing today? Feeling good. Peachy. Good weekend, good week. (laughs) Yeah, it was straight, bro. It was straight. All right. So our topic today is how hip-hop has affected us as consumers. So if you don't know, hip-hop is the most popular genre of music in the world right now. This is backed up by facts and statistics. And I don't care who you are. I don't care if you live in Nebraska or if you live in New York in a main hip-hop area. You have at least one hip-hop song that you like. And hip-hop is very braggadocious. They're always talking about the new car, new jewelry, new liquor, all that. It's, It's all about flexing. And whether you have realized it or not, it has affected us as consumers so let's get right into it so i feel like the folks the most popular markets that hip-hop sells in is fashion and liquor and brands have started to realize this so our first example is diddy in 2007 Ciroc brought him on to help sell their product because they were struggling and only selling 40,000 cases a year cases a year so have y'all seen the effect of Diddy and Ciroc? I wonder what's the number of cases sold this year or like, um, you know, mm-hmm. in more recent years. Mm-hmm. The most recent stat I could find was uh, in 2012, it was 2.1 million. Okay. Yeah, so, so I think that's a crazy turnaround yeah. oh, yeah. five years from 2000. I got to say that single-handedly Diddy because 2007, we're, we're like in the seventh or eighth grade, but... Around that time, like I knew, I didn't know anything about liquor, but I knew about Ciroc because it was just in my face. Yeah, then Diddy, Diddy is a recognizable face. Like it was a music videos, mm-hmm. it was like, like sports events. Yeah, it was almost to the point where I remember in high school, like if you had a bottle of Ciroc, it was like a yeah. status symbol. <laughs> yeah, and even I thought like even when I became of age, like just because the going rate in the club is so much higher so when i became aged to buy liquor i was thinking ciroc is just like some 200 dollar 300 bottle liquor but like it's really like top shelf yeah <laughs> but it's only like 50 dollars mm-hmm. like it's yeah it's definitely a status symbol in the club and i think that's like a central part of how much do other brands typically go for for outside the club or in the club inside the club i'm not really sure yeah, yeah. I know, like, shot prices, like, Hennessy, that's, like, $15 or $15? But, like, a bottle uh, is, like, usually, like, hundreds. Mm. But, I mean, Ciroc is in that same price range as Hennessy. Like, even Mm, Grey Goose Goose, is a little little cheaper than Ciroc, right? Right, it's the same. I don't know. I don't buy Grey Goose. I only buy Ciroc if I'm buying vodka. Yeah, but uh, basically... I think the clubs, I think that was a big number for Ciroc. Like, that helps bring the numbers up. Because if Diddy has it, everybody else is going to be like, I got to have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's not even to say that it's, like, the superior taste when mm-hmm. it comes to vodka. It's mm-hmm. smooth, but it just goes to show, like, how far good branding can yeah. take you, can take yeah. a product. It's re- And it's really just monkey see, monkey do. Like, mm-hmm. if Diddy has Ciroc and then... 
uh, Drake has Ciroc and somebody else has Ciroc. And then the local club goers, they're gonna be like, "Oh, I got half Ciroc, so I can yeah. feel like Diddy." Like, That's a means of status. Yeah. And I then, feel that. Yeah. Then also speaking of liquor, another one that hip hop has helped sell is Bel Air Rose by Rick. Rick <laughs> Rose. Rose. Yeah, that Rose. black that black bottle. Black bottles. The New Year's default yeah. bottle. <laughs> yeah, and this happened. It was, it was like it's yeah. champagne, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like two years ago, three years ago. Yeah, I think maybe three. Mm-hmm. Is when I started saying it a lot. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that's another one. I thought it was like I thought it was like some two hundred dollar mm-hmm. bottle. And then I, it's like thirty dollars yep. in the liquor store. That's crazy. But it actually tastes good. Like it's pretty good. So what are some like more expensive um like brands in the liquor, liquor store? industry? Champagne. Yeah. I, mean, I know Jay Z and Cristal. That was a little bit Crystal. ahead of our time. Mm-hmm. Like, Moet. Moet. Did Jay Z? Jay Z talk about Moet? No, I remember, I remember Biggie used to talk about uh-huh. Moet and Alize. Yeah, and I'm, more recently, like Fetty Wap. Or I don't think anybody trying to follow Fetty Wap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Fetty Wap don't got the pull. He fell off the face of the earth, kind of. Mm-hmm. But then uh, another thing, though, speaking of Rick Ross, was uh, you know how he owns Wingstops? Like mm-hmm. he's a franchisee owner for Wingstops, Lemon Pepper Wings. Like I didn't know what Lemon Pepper. Okay, wings. I'm not gonna give Lemon Pepper Wings to Rick Ross. I would give it to him. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. No, I gotta <laughs> no. give it to him. Yeah, you, I when, refuse. So when were you eating Lemon Pepper Wings? Like, Early high school. Nah, no, where? I had from where? From, from where, Kelsey? The spot in Largo. Oh, where? Not Largo Town Center. I had no Kelsey? clue. I've been eating. Le- I'm not giving that to Rick Ross. Did so you, like did, a little. Did you know what lemon pepper wings? No, bruh. When I think of Rick Ross, I think of not even Wingstop. I think of lemon pepper wings. Lemon like, pepper. That's part of his. Like he brand definitely like, stamped that. I feel nah. like I know it's always <laughs> been. A, it's always been a thing like in the south or something, but mm-hmm. I feel like he bought it like nationwide. Okay. Yeah, because he wouldn't like he wouldn't even just be talking about Wingstop like lemon pepper wings. He would just be saying lemon pepper wings and songs and getting yeah, like, time. Like, yeah. I don't even know if he's getting paid by. I don't, nobody owns lemon pepper wings. Like that's just what he likes. Like yeah. he just started a trend himself. Yeah. What do y'all think about lemon pepper wings though? They're okay. Fine. Like, they're not the top. That's all I order. What? That's all is I it? get. Like if, if I'm getting wings from a spot, that's all I'm gonna get is lemon pepper. Yeah, they, I, I, mean, can't fool I think they're like else. a top tier wing Yeah, flavor. yeah, but it's <laughs> like you gotta get them in spurts. Like if I go, if I get wings like twice a week, or if I'm getting wings like eight times a month, then I'm only gonna get <laughs> I'm only gonna get lemon pepper like two or three times. I'm mad like, he broke it down. But have you ever tried barbecue <laughs> lemon pepper? I had honey lemon pepper. I feel like that's a little too much at that yeah. point. Barbecue lemon. Barbecue lemon pepper honey, is a game Honey, lemon, changer. and pepper. I don't know about honey. I'm not a honey, honey person. Honey is lemon pepper. It's good. It got that little good sweetness. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. I have to try this. So, um, hip-hop has an influence on food as well, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I feel, like it's, I feel like it's other food things, but it's living my mind right now. But the big one, the main one, is definitely fashion. Oh, oh yeah. big time! Because especially nowadays, it's like the Yeezys. Yep. So we going So Kanye. Let's okay. just start with Kanye. So <laughs> Kanye was originally with Nike, and he, I think Kanye. He was like one of. I'm not gonna say he was the first, but he was the one of the first like rappers or music artists to have a signature shoe. Yeah. Uh, what, I don't know about that. You had Jay Z that had the the S. That, um, that popped off. Okay. That popped okay, off yes. like the Absolutely. Yeezys, like. The demand. Okay, I want to say like he was the first one to do like a collab, because wasn't that he did it with Nike, whereas like Jay Z and all the other rappers they did their, did their own, own like brand. But what about and what about Pharrell and Bapes? 
Those I'm talking about. Oh, I'm tripping. Yeah, those yeah. were hot. Yeah, when we were in, like elementary, middle school. Big time. But I had a pair. But I feel like Kanye opened the door for all the new people. Oh yeah, like definitely. Now uh, in our more recent times, yeah, definitely. So he was with Nike, and then his shoes were doing well. Apparently, he didn't get the creative freedom that he wanted with Nike, and then that's when he went with Adidas. And I feel like not single handedly, but Kanye was like sixty to seventy percent of this like Adidas surge, like yes. within the past few years. I would agree with yeah. that because I feel like Adidas, like I don't, really, I don't know why, but like when everybody started wearing those, like the Adidas soccer pants or whatever, like <laughs> the track pants, yeah, because nobody was really wearing Adidas, yeah. and that was like around our twelfth grade year. Mm -hmm. And so then when Kanye joined, people was already wearing the sweatpants, so then they just started wearing the shoes, like, and it wasn't even just his shoes. Like now they have the Ultra Boost mm -hmm. and all the the enemies. Like, yeah, Adidas' demand has just, like, skyrocketed. Adidas picked him up at the perfect time mm -hmm. because people were still waiting for, you mm -hmm. know, Nike Yeezys to come out. Mm -hmm. And that kind of so took out Jordans because people people are not, like... At first, it was just, just Jordans, like, and they were unchallenged. And mm -hmm. then when the Yeezys came around, like, they kind of, like... He said in the song, the Yeezys jumped over the Jumpmans, and it's kind of looking like they did. But let's go, since Kanye is such a fashion icon, let's go back to the beginning. Kanye West, he made Ralph Lauren cool. He made polos mm -hmm. cool. That's a little bit before our time, though. Like, I don't know. Like middle like school, like middle, but like we weren't really in it. Okay, like I had an older brother who was obsessed with Kanye, so yeah. I know a lot about Kanye's fashion moves. It was polo? Yeah, like polo. polos with the pop collar. Just Kanye the made little, them cool. The little horse. The pink polos. Little, little horse, and pink polos. And I'm looking pretty good in my pink polo. Yeah. That was Kanye. So, mm -hmm. Then we all Pharrell. He's uh, he's part of the Pharrell, new the definitely. new Adidas yeah, surge. Was it the NMDs? Yeah, like those are the ones that say like human race. Yeah, those are pretty popular. Yeah. So. Yeah, but Pharrell has been like the fashion guy since mm -hmm. he first came out. Yeah, he was always different. I've always respected his style. Mm -hmm. uh, the 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 hats. Remember the hats like the, two the years ago? Doors. Yeah, he bought oh, those. Yeah. He bought those mm -hmm. back. Yeah. So. Oh, you talking about like the the cowboy hats? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So it's just like those were those were those didn't really last though. Those were kind of like a trend. Yeah. You know. But um, definitely those. Yeah, I think Kanye and Pharrell like made Big like time. they defined our version of hip hop fashion. Mm -hmm. And now, like, a lot of, now everybody, like, they open the door for everybody. Like, now you see people even, like, Lil Yachty, ASAP Rocky, and all them. Now they're getting, they're getting, uh, really creative pull. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, like, Lil Yachty, he's with, like, Nautica and oh, somebody yeah, else. And then, uh, yeah, let's speak on ASAP Rocky. So I feel like this whole designer shoes wave was kind of started by ASAP Rocky, and then later on, like, Future and all them, all the Atlanta people that kind of got in them. Got into it, but ASAP Rocky, he was the first one, like, really talking about, like, brand name sneakers, mm -hmm. like, like Margiela and all them. And then, I'm going to even take it a step further. I think that's why when you go in Zara now, you all you see are, like, high fashion sneaker replicas because... Zara, they've always been they've always been copying the big brands. I was just about to say yeah, they've always been copying the big brands, but now it's like 
it's intentional. It's in your face. Mm-hmm. Like you go in the you go in the store and you'll see a fake version of the shoes that you saw somebody else had on last week. Mm-hmm. Do y'all remember? I think we were in high school, but when Givenchy she had that brand with like the the floral the, prints, the dog, the dogs. yeah. Like, then they had, so I had I copied that. Yeah. To the That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I feel I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go out on the limb and a hot take. I'm gonna say that hip hop is determining uh, Zara's and H and M's catalog. To an extent, not a hundred percent, but that's just me. Hmm. I'm sticking with I can see that. Yep, I can see. <laughs> it. I'm not backing off of it because anytime I look in Zara or go in Zara, like I see a sneaker that I know a lot of people are trying to buy the real version of, or not even so, just the sneakers. Like we can even go ahead and say biker pants. Yeah, biker the biker pants yeah, with Kanye when he had the um. That's the a whole ball epidemic ball in himself. Yeah, Balmain. Yeah. Uh, if you know, yeah, if you don't know what biker pants are, they're the jeans and they have like the little stripes above the kneecap. Like Kanye was the first person I saw with those, and they, were, I think Balmain was the first person that did it. And two or three years later, now every brand you could go in Ross buying some <laughs> buying some <laughs> pants for your little kids, and they're gonna have the biker pants stripes. Like they're on sweatpants, jeans, like athletic wear, any anything. Did hip hop influence leggings too? Like, was Nicki, like, the one that kind of, like, stamped that one in, or? Mm. I don't know. Like, where did leggings come from? I'm not really sure about that. Yeah. I can't even trace that back. Okay, let's talk about hip-hop and high fashion, though. What like, how it? you see, like, rappers performing during fa- Paris Fashion Week, New York Fashion Week. I feel Do you feel like high fashion brands are capitalizing off the coolness of hip-hop? Yeah, I, th- I think that's definitely a market employed there. Oh, definitely. It, it's like, because I think it was last year they had, like, a whole bunch of rappers. Alexander Wayne. Yeah, like, Tumima like, Savage. Yeah, like, <laughs> they're just doing that because they know, like... People from Atlanta urban neighborhoods are gonna be watching just because it's Twenty One Savage, and then just because Twenty it does clothes don't even have to look good. Just because Twenty One mm-hmm. Savage is wearing them, they can be like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I gotta get them." So I, Atlanta is setting trends. Mm, they they're playing a big part, but it's kind of like all over hip hop as a mm-hmm. whole. Like, but yeah, definitely Atlanta because they're the most popular hip hop right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of people come. They out have of Atlanta. the most visual pull. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the OGs like Kanye, Pharrell. Uh, is it? Oh, is it really anybody out of New York besides ASAP Rocky? I know French Montana. I think don't he have his own Ciroc flavor? But that's not fashion. Yeah, French Vanilla. Yeah, but yeah. So now we're gonna uh, switch gears a little bit. So we're just going to talk about an app real quick that can help you out with your investing. The app this week is Stockpile. And to start investing with Stockpile, you just need $5. Invest $5 from your bank account. And Stockpile is similar to another app that we've talked about so far uh, earlier on our episode about, I think it was the stock market. We talked about Robinhood. And this app is similar, but it's better it's catered to more younger investors and newer investors because you don't have to buy a full share you could put however amount of money that you want into a stock so say you want apple which is currently like 170 dollars or amazon that's over a thousand dollars you could put like 15 to 20 dollars into that stock and just like build up your portfolio with major stocks without paying the full price obviously your return will be a little bit less but 
you know, it's something good to start out with. Um, the only difference between this app and uh, Robinhood is that you have to pay 99 cents per trade. So if you put decide to put $10 in Google, then you'll be charged uh, $11 instead of $10. And there's no monthly fees or minimums for stockpile. So if that's something that you, if you're trying to get into investing and you don't want to drop $100 in right away, check out Stockpile. Alright, so for the second half of, episode, of this episode, we're going to be talking about people that are making smart moves in hip-hop. So, our first half, we talked about how people are just selling us products through their music, but behind their scenes, there's a few people that are working to secure their long-term future and just kind of show us, kind of show younger uh, people and younger artists as well that you should be thinking beyond music. So the main name that everybody knows is Jay-Z. Everybody knows that he's founded, he uh, acquired a title in 2015 and title, for those that don't know, is a music streaming service similar to Apple Music and Spotify. So, how you guys feel about Tidal? I like the concept. Mm. I will admit, I don't use Tidal. Mm. I don't use it either. Yeah. I don't really see a purpose for it. Yeah. I mean, I think just the main purpose, which most people will understand, though, is that it pays out more money to the artists. Mm-hmm. Mm. So if you if you get a million streams on title, you'll get more money than you will. But it's only like a few artists on title, right? Mm, I know there's key part. I haven't used it before. Mm. I know it's like I know when they announced, they said like they had Nicki and all those people. Prince. Yeah, mm. partnering with title. But I think that everybody's music is available on there. It should okay. be. And then title, they also have like exclusive content so for Jay-Z's last album Mm -hmm. they had that whole like little video series Mm. but I just feel like even though Jay-Z is founder of is he's uh like the front man for title I don't think that it doesn't have that cool appeal like Apple Music right I feel like title is in the same space as an Android phone (laughs) like even if it may be better than Apple Music like or may, yeah, even though it may be better than Apple Music, like people just gonna flock to that iPhone and Apple Music, like it just has yeah. that familiarity and appeal. So right now, I just like in terms of the music streaming industry, I think that Spotify is just completely dominating. Yeah, um, and then second is Apple Music, and then everybody else they're just fighting for um, yeah. like market share. Does so Spotify have more users than Apple Music? Though? Definitely, by like a long shot yeah. too. I really like Spotify's interface. Me too. Yeah. It, it, it helps you discover new music like pretty mm-hmm. well I like what Jay-Z tried to do for artists mm-hmm. and like how he pushed the exclusive content because yeah. I'm not sure if Spotify or Apple Music were doing exclusive content mm-hmm. prior yeah. to Tidal but, but Tidal is the most expensive yeah and that's why I yeah. love that Tidal <laughs> yeah, so I think, and I also think that Tidal came out a little bit too late if like if they if Jay Z was pushing Tidal when Apple Music first came out maybe people would have sided with Tidal right away but I think by the time they tried to like start pushing themselves the Apple Music and Spotify they had already like started mm-hmm. their like they already got a good share of the market mm-hmm. so people are just like if it's the same thing or if it's even less music and even switch and even if Apple Music came out after Tidal I think the reputation of Apple Music probably mm-hmm. shot it up past Tidal so mm-hmm. yeah 
I don't think they put enough effort or maybe focus into making title cool mm-hmm. and yeah. making it branding it to be a cool yeah. streaming service. Like I remember they had that one um that one commercial that had like Pharrell, Nicki, Madonna, like a bunch of artists. Mm-hmm. But I never really saw much from marketing other than Jay Z saying. Yeah, yeah, I think they. I, I think especially at the launch, their marketing was kind of like mm-hmm. poor. Like if you look at how Dr. Dre marketed Beats, how he, mm-hmm. he made it a cool brand. You yeah. wanted Beats just because it was cool. Yeah, I, I, care how it I was watching the documentary for that, and he said that their strategy was just put it on rappers and athletes. Mm-hmm. So, and I remember uh, specifically in high school, like the whole basketball team, whole football <laughs> team, they just had Beats like. Once they once they started marketing that way, it just took off, and I feel like title. I'm not gonna say it's no way they can do that with streaming, but I'm like right now it's kind of like stagnant. Mm-hmm. But do y'all think uh, Drake helped Apple Music? Nah, really, because by the time he mm-hmm. he did that little, because it, it was just putting the album on there, it wasn't any like exclusive content, and by the time they did that, mm-hmm. like people were already on Apple Music. So like, what would title have to do to compete long term? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's much that they can do at this point. I guess, like, maybe some innovative features. I feel like the exclusive content, like, they would have to, like, go super hard with that, like, with, like, episodes and series. Yeah, but even the nature of media, even when it's exclusive, you can still find it on YouTube. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And Apple Music, they've already dwelled into, you know, producing original content and everything, so... Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it's pretty much kind of outdone at this point. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe lower prices? No, nah, but... Think so. But I thought their whole, like... If they did lower prices, though, then they wouldn't be able to pay the artists as mm-hmm. much. And that's, like... That's their key feature. Yeah. I thought... I, you know what? I think what can what can help Tidal, they have to get a cosign from somebody, like, major. And also with that, Spotify, Apple Music has to mess up in some way. That's what I was saying, though, because I thought that Tidal was, um, like, their whole competitive advantage was that the they used, yeah, and then they also used, like, a bunch of the artists that were signed to Rock Nation and only put out their content on Tidal and then prevented it from being put out on Apple Music and, uh, you know, other music streaming services. Like, I thought that was their whole, like, advantage, and that's why people would even download Tidal to begin with. Yeah, I, f- I mean, I feel like... The only way is, like... Because even Kanye, he was with Tidal in the beginning, and his music is on Apple Music. I feel mm-hmm. like people, they would Because they got into it or something. Yeah, yeah. They would have to take their music off of everything else and then put it on Tidal. But, like, as an artist, who would be willing to yeah, do that? Like, I know that, you can't find Jay-Z or Beyonce mm-hmm. on Apple Music or Spotify. But Except for the old ready. albums, like, yeah, the, the really real old ones. Mm-hmm. So, once it's already on Apple Music, I think you can't, like, pull it off. Oh, really? I don't know. Because, mm-hmm. like... Jay-Z hasn't even pulled off like Reasonable Doubt or any of those older mm-hmm. albums on it. So, interesting. I don't know. Yeah. So, another example of somebody that's making moves is Jeezy. And if you listen to Jeezy, you know that he's always rapping about a brand of tequila called Avion. And I don't know if this is because he was, he's been an ambassador since 2013 or, is he, or if he's just a fan. But recently... He sold his stake in Avion a few days ago, and that netted him millions. So that's just a message out there to uh, younger artists or any aspiring artists or whatever you do. If you constantly promoting something, then you better try to get a check from them. GC is an interesting one. Why oh, you say that? 
like his whole image persona like you wouldn't expect him to be such a businessman like yeah. the stuff he raps about yeah they, so every time i see him making a money move i'm like wow yeah. like i mean he, he probably has a good team behind him he has yeah. to because i saw he i think i saw something about him in bitcoin he uh mm-hmm. Bought Bitcoin real early and sold it too. So, but they said he was one of the biggest drug dealers in Atlanta at the time. So. Hey, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. But you know, uh, the next name on this list that will kind of surprise you because he only had one good song and then he kind of disappeared. The one hit wonder himself. <laughs> That's Mr. Chameleonaire. And the only reason I know about him is because he was at the, he had like courtside seats to the Warriors game last year. Everybody was like the playoff game. Yeah, the not the, the finals, the finals. The finals, yeah. And everybody was like, "Yo, what is Chameleonaire doing here? Like he only had one good song. Uh he he hasn't done anything in a while. So how is he getting these seats?" Well, apparently Mr. Chameleonaire made some smart investments. He inve- uh he's with a venture capital firm called Upfront Ventures, and for those that don't know what a venture capital firm is, it's um just a group of people that put a specific amount of money into a company, and if the company does well, then they own a, a specific portion of the company. So, Chameleonaire, he invested in a digital media company called Maker Studios. I don't know the specific amount that he invested, but he invested some money in there. And then Disney bought that company for $500 million. so he at least got a, a few millions off of that. I just want to say, here's a perfect example of investing. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, this dude's career has been over since... Well, how long ago was that, that song? That was like... six. Yeah. Wow. I mean... And then he, he was saying that, uh, like, his inspiration... Like, he's already made more money from this alone than he ever did rapping. Hmm. So, it's just like... It's just like... Uh, you got to think long term yeah. about it. Like, yeah. He had the vision. He was yeah. a forward thinker. I really I respect that. What did he invest in in the beginning? Digital media? Just or, this. Just the Maker Studios? I, that's it? Yeah, that's all he invested wow. in. Like, that was like his first one. That's crazy. And then it just like took off. For $500 million, bought by Disney. Wow. So, to the listeners, if you have an idea. Yeah. And also. Do it. Also. If you have any friends that have an idea and you believe in them and you know they're not on any, they're not a shady person, you know, <laughs> throw them some money, get you a little stake. You never know. Yeah. It'll take off. And then last person, oh, we got Diddy on here again because he has a uh, Revolt TV. Diddy has his own channel. I think that is incredible. I had never heard of this until now. Yeah, I've heard of heard of it. I've never watched Revolt TV. I know like the Breakfast Club, they're kind of they're under Revolt. Mm-hmm. There's a few other things on Revolt. I watched a little anime anime, anime on there before, but mm-hmm. they produced the the movie Dope. Mhm. Hmm. It's it's kind of low key, but not low key. Like you just it's not in your face, but you they're behind a lot of things. Man, Diddy has been making major business moves and for forever mm-hmm. I feel like like he's definitely a staple to the game and mm-hmm. a perfect example for what we're talking about yeah just diversifying really. yeah really mm-hmm. even though like we don't have like the millions or whatever you could take it away and you can apply that to your regular everyday life just diversifying like whatever your interests are in and keeping an open mind mm-hmm. to different things yeah cause I don't think anybody 
would have expected like any of this from Jay Z or even Diddy when they first started out. Right. They just had just had that long term vision. Alright, everybody, we hope that you took away some interesting information from this episode and it leaves you inspired mm-hmm. in whatever you're trying to do in your life and uh got some good knowledge. So Definitely hope- let us know if you like this format. And, uh, yeah. you know, just give us some feedback. Yeah, or any topics that you would like us to be, like us to talk about, like anything like this. Also, check us out on social media, Bag Check Podcast, Instagram, and Twitter. Email us at, no, bagcheckpodcast at gmail.com. So, hope that you have a good Monday. Enjoy your week. And we're out. <laughs>